Welcome to the Mercy Community Group Leader Podcast. My name is Corey Sweatman, and I'm your community group resident. Again, Mercy Community Groups exist to become more like Jesus together. And this is our podcast where we talk about a discipleship topic and then also a practical issue. And just as a reminder for news, April 6th, we've said it a bunch of times, so you guys are going to remember we have a training on April 6th on discerning the gifts. So you've all been hopefully practicing some listening prayer to God, creating space for the Spirit. Maybe it's been tough or felt awkward at times. We're going to talk about how to lead non-awkward listening prayer. And the practical issue we're going to cover is going to be communicating in love. Communication is a practical thing that can often fall off the plate, but it's key for giving clarity and unity to our groups. And Pastor Joey is going to lead us in non-awkward listening prayer. So we've been practicing now for the last month, desiring the gifts. And a, a big part of that is ensuring that we're not just jam-packing every single minute of our gathering with what we want to say, and instead really acknowledging that we serve a living God who is alive and moving and mm-hmm. speaking. And in order to even stoke the flame of desiring his Mm -hmm. gifts, creating space for the Holy Spirit to be a part of our worship gatherings and our our time together. And so in our guides, we've been encouraging you each week to practice uh, and create space for some listening prayer. Now, for some of your groups, this could be going really amazing. You love this time. You look forward to it every week. But for some of your groups, it might actually be something that you don't look forward to as much. Maybe you're creating space for the spirit to speak and there's silence and the whole time as the person who's responsible for leading the gathering, you're thinking, okay, should I speak first? Should I end it? When do I end this time of listening? Is someone else going to speak? What if no one says anything? What's the point of all of this? So if you're in that place, I just want to give you a little bit of encouragement to continue in this practice because we're going to continue doing this over the next two months of listening to the Holy Spirit. So I want to remind you that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the leader of your gathering, and he is real and he is alive. Galatians 5 says, walk by the Spirit, and then it says, keep in step with the Spirit. You're not called to lead the Holy Spirit. You're called to follow him, and so you don't need to be an expert in how to lead him. He's the expert, and all you need to do is trust him and follow him. This sets you free from needing to manufacture any kind of moment or even feeling disappointed if Mm -hmm. the listening time doesn't go as you wanted it to go. Your responsibility is simply and freely to follow him. I love the passage that says in 2 Corinthians Corinthians 3, 17, it says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. It shouldn't be anxiety, Mm -hmm. stress, burden, awkwardness. No, there's freedom to follow the spirit. So you need to start by remembering that he is the leader. Also, when you're in this time of of prayer, our temptation is really to pray on a human level and to be so focused with hearing other people praying or thinking about what other people are thinking while we're praying. But remembering here that the space, and and when we're in that place, I should say, when we're in that place of kind of horizontal human thinking around prayer, we think that the space needs to be filled. So Mm -hmm. if there's space in between people praying, we're like, all right, who's going to pray next? Because someone needs to hop on because we can't have this space. Because when we're talking in human conversations, and if we just sit there and don't say anything and get awkward. Mm -hmm. But 
remember, we're not talking to one another in prayer. We're talking upwards to God. So the space in between us talking doesn't actually need to be filled. The space isn't awkward silence. The space is time to listen to the Holy Spirit. It's good. I know that this might be like a a weird analogy, but I think of a, a crowd watching Cirque du Soleil, like this amazing, you know, feat of human performance. And think about this crowd. They're silent the whole time. They're silent the whole time, but they're silent because they're expectant and they're in awe. The silence isn't awkward at all when you're in the crowd in Cirque du Soleil. It's not that they're not talking because it's awkward or they don't know what to say. They're not talking because they really expect something amazing to happen. And so they're so captivated by what they're seeing that they don't want to talk. They want to just observe and watch. That's how the silence can be as you're listening to the Spirit. It can be a time of expectant awe and adoration and hunger for what you're going to see and hear from him. My encouragement to you is don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed by this. Lead the way in risky faith here. Lead the way in being okay and embracing the silence and expecting the Holy Spirit to speak. The goal here is not to make everyone in the group comfortable. That Mm -hmm. wasn't Jesus's goal. The goal is to embrace the discomfort for the sake of stretching your faith. So if you've been not looking forward to listening prayer, I want to challenge you to embrace it. Be expectant for what the Holy Spirit can do. So that's about pursuing an enjoyable time, an expectant time of listening prayer. Corey, why don't you lead us into talking about how group leaders can communicate to their groups in love? Yeah, thanks, Joy. This is um, something that we definitely talk about in group leader training and always something to be reminded of. But just one of the best ways to love your group members and to cultivate regular gathering is to communicate well with your group members. Whether you send out an email every week letting them know that you're still on at this time, this date, and this address, um, or just other some other form of communication with your group, just know that it shows a lot of commitment and intentionality from you as a group leader when you do that. Um, Our recommendation is one week before every month, send out the schedule for that upcoming month. We know that as the a lot of our groups are doing D groups and community group and back and forth, and just to keep it simple so everyone's on the same page, just sending out that email um, with your schedule for the whole month, set your group up to be able to be at every gathering and to be ready for what the Lord has in store. And then also one day before every gathering, send out another reminder for that gathering. Just again, we're going to be at D groups this week, this time, this place. And remember, just keep it super simple. It doesn't have to be an extravagant email that you send out, but it means a lot. I also want to touch on encouraging your group throughout the week with encouragement from the word or asking for prayer requests. Um, I know how encouraging it is. I actually just joined a community group and my group new group leader sent me a text saying that she was praying for me, wanted to know what I had going on this week that she could also be praying for. And that went a long way in growing my relationship with her and also our group just growing deeper. And so know that those text messages where you're sharing, God taught me this today, is not just for you to send it, but it's for your group and for their building up. And I think it does help you form those deep bonds with your group. Um, And this could also be especially encouraging for those groups who are newer, like my group, or also for those who are getting back into the rhythm of meeting in person. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And if you aren't already doing this, you're not already sending out emails or these text messages of encouragement, it's not too late. Go ahead and start doing that and just see how the Lord continues to grow your group together.
Yeah, super simple. Don't it doesn't need to be harder than yeah. it is. Just go in into every month, send out a schedule for that month. And by the way, we give you that group leader master calendar so you can do just that. It has that mm-hmm. schedule of D group and community group. And then just one day before every gathering, let people know and remind them. They've already got the schedule, but just give them a reminder. And it's these really, really simple communications. Don't write a novel right. in the email, just really, really simple. It just makes people feel loved and it makes it provides a way for I guess, clarity and peace in the group. Another thing I'd add as we close is I've personally experienced this, but I've seen this in groups that are especially healthy. Follow through is one of the best ways that we can shepherd and care for one another. So for example, when people have a life event that they asked for prayer for a sickness or they have an exam or some sin yeah. struggle that they're going through and they asked prayer for that particular issue, to follow up is such a big part of showing care to them. Mm-hmm. Now, know that you actually don't have to be the one to do it, this. You can do it sometimes, but you don't have to be the primary person in charge. S- choose someone who's especially administratively gifted. Give them the responsibility of tracking prayer requests and reminding the group. It's a small thing, but a group with great com- communication is really set up to speak to one another in love and become more like Jesus together. Mm-hmm. So we've covered these two topics, non-awkward listening prayer, communicating in love. That's all for this week, and we'll see you next time.